Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by BeFit Food, where food is the first medicine. PFM Health Matters. Our next guest, Kate Save from BeFit Foods, is coming to have a conversation with us about fat. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me again. Great to have you on. Great to have you on. Great to be having a conversation around fat because, to be honest, I, I get confused. Uh, you know, should I be having carbs? Should I be having protein? Carnivore diet? The fat diet? The, you know, who knows what diet? Uh, but there's a lot of confusion about fat. Tell us, set the, set the record straight. What do we need to know about fat and how, if, if it's true, can, how can fat make us healthy? Look, a lot of people forget that fat is actually essential in our diet. So fat actually serves lots and lots of purposes and it's involved in um, creating some of our hormones, it's involved in our cell walls, it's important to prevent um, hair loss, um, you can get dry skin rashes, a weaker immune system, as well as vitamin deficiencies. So we've got A, D, E and K vitamins, which are fat-soluble. So without the right amount of fat in the diet, you actually can become deficient in some of these vitamins. So that is essential. It's really what types of fat and how much. And I think over the, the decades, really, the story has changed. We, we used to believe that full fat was evil and we went on low-fat diets. And since then, the evidence has really shown us that um, particular types of fat are not healthy or not good for us in large amounts. But actually replacing them with a low-fat diet that's high in carbohydrates is also hazardous. It increases the wrong type of cholesterol and reduces the good type of cholesterol. So. Mm. One of the great things uh, that I recognize about fat is fat adds flavor. And if once we strip the fat out of a food, which is what, of course, we do whenever we process something, mm. if we want to keep some flavor, we've got to add it. Uh, and unfortunately, as we talked about in a, uh, a show uh, last year, we talked about sugars. And unfortunately, once we strip the fat out, often they replace it with sugar. Not so good. And yeah, when you lose that mouthfeel that comes from the fat and that flavour, you start to fill up with you know, sugars, salt um, and fillers, carbohydrate fillers that really just give us something else to chew on or provide texture in another way. And that in itself is hazardous, but it's also that process of um, the types of fats that sometimes get added back in when we're processing food. Um, often can contain the wrong types of fat, which is trans fat that we've only really heard about in the last sort of decade or so. And it's that trans fat that's actually believed to be really quite harmful, even more so than saturated fat, which is now not as bad as we used to think it was. So um, a, a lot of studies sort of came out since sort of 2014 where they've kind of said and beyond that that saturated fat uh, isn't great for us. However, replacing it with carbohydrates doesn't help us either. But replacing it with monounsaturated fats, so if you think of a Mediterranean-style diet and you think of some of the foods where they've got the olive oil, the nuts, the seeds and you know fish, those sorts of 
trees and some monounsaturated fats, avocados. Um, those sorts of things will actually improve our cholesterol far more than just cutting out fat, particularly saturated fat, and filling up with a low-fat or high-carbohydrate diet. But where these trans fats come in, these are fats that are created um, by humans in the processing um, or during processing. So trans fats, small amounts of them are naturally present in food and those small amounts are harmful because they're very small. But when we start frying, baking and processing food and creating products like margarine where we take something that's a liquid vegetable oil and we turn it into something solid, we create these trans fats. And not only do they raise our bad LDL cholesterol and lower the good HDL cholesterol, they create inflammation in that body and that inflammation can give us poor effects with our immunity, can lead to complications with heart disease, stroke, diabetes and other chronic health conditions as well. Mm. So trans fats, get it, very tiny amounts of them naturally occurring. Uh, anything where there's high levels of trans fat, it's because it's been man-made, usually man-made, yeah. not so good. Yeah. What about um, uh, polyunsaturated? Yeah, look, monounsaturated Mo- and polyunsaturated, yeah. they're less harmful and have benefits in certain ways, but it's actually about the balance. So it does get complicated and to keep it more top-line, the types of polyunsaturated fats that are good for us are the, the omega-3s that most of us have heard of. And those omega-3s are particularly found in fish. And if you're not someone who eats fish and you're looking for sort of a plant-based alternative, then you've got things like walnuts and flax seeds that can provide some of these omega-3s as well. But just upping the polyunsaturated fats that are in vegetable oils doesn't always help us. Um, whereas your monounsaturated fats are the ones we should be putting more in of. And that, that's very much that Mediterranean diet with the avocados, the olives, um, some of the, the nuts, particularly your almonds, hazelnuts, pecans, and then your pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds. These ones are particularly high in monounsaturated fats that will improve cholesterol levels, both the good cholesterol and the bad cholesterol. Mm. So... Uh, if I'm just the average punter wandering into Woolies or Coles or the IGA uh, and I, I'm wanting to, I'm wandering up and down the aisles, what aisles do I want to avoid if I want to be healthy? Well, if you did start with getting your fruit and veggies, then that's a really good start. Get some, you know, get some avocado in there for some healthy fats and then go and get a selection of different nuts that you can keep around and maybe some seeds as well that you can sprinkle on your granola or your breakfast cereal or with some yogurt or put them them into a smoothie. And then um, pick up some oily fish, so whether you're getting tuna, salmon, mackerel, um herrings, there's lots and lots of different sort of oily fish out there, sardines, and they're all really good for your omega-3s. And then as you sort of go around the supermarket, it's those central aisles that are the issue, and particularly the bakery. I've just got to say, as tasty as bakery foods are, you've got to know they're all treat foods. None of them are really good for us, and it's even that baking process that changes those oils or some of them into the, the um, products that are quite harmful to us as well, those trans fatty acids. So um, really avoiding the bakery at all costs 
if you if you can, and when you do have those foods, really look at it like a treat food, not an everyday food. Um, not so much your whole grain breads and cereals, but on the same you know same vein as that, if you're having a very high carbohydrate diet, that has its own complications. So you're better to have a little bit more fat in the diet and the good types of fat that we've talked about, rather than cutting out all the fat and eating this really high carb diet, which I know we mentioned last episode, the CSIRO recommends a low-carbohydrate diet for anyone with type 2 diabetes, and they actually recommend less than 50 grams of carbs a day in the first period of someone changing their diet, maybe up to the first 12 weeks, and no more than about 50 to 70 grams of carbs per day lifelong, and that helps them to maintain, you know, keep their diabetes and check their blood sugar levels. So it has very good long-term health effects. 50 grams, wow. Uh, Kate, uh, you need to know there's a lot of our listeners out there are probably having 300, 500 grams of carbohydrates yeah. well, today. That, that's actually pretty standard. The, the standard Australian diet is high carbohydrate. It's somewhere around that 200 plus or 230 grams of carbs per day. So it, it will mean a change in diet, but it actually also means don't be scared of fat anymore. And when we're talking about fat, you know, we know the olive oil, the avocado, the nuts and seeds and the oily fish are good. And like the fat that comes in your meat, as long as you're not having um, your processed meats, your sausages, bacon, you know, processed hamburgers and those sorts of things, um, and you're cutting off the big, chunky white bits on a pork chop, for example, that's pretty obvious that that's saturated fat because saturated fat solid. That, you know, your chicken is very low in saturated fats, um, as well as your, your fish, obviously, and um, eggs are good for us as well, good source of protein, and no huge amount of saturated fat, kind of a, a good balance. So not being scared of fat in natural products. Even in dairy, there's been studies to show that the saturated fat in dairy isn't doing us any harm. So we used to believe that you had to only have low-fat dairy, now they're saying, well, actually, full-fat dairy is not as bad as we thought it was. So I love that you're saying that. My dad lived to 92, and he was super fit right through. Uh, he was he was kind of old school. And so mm. I can remember going to school with bread and dripping sandwiches. <laughs> oh, Bruce is giving me the thumbs up in the background there. Uh, oh, Kate, have you ever tried bread and dripping sandwiches? Oh, I remember we had dripping at the bottom of our fridge when I was growing up at home, and it was like the roasting tray yes. full of dripping. And I remember my parents telling me how poor they were and how they had to put it on bread and have that for sandwiches. And I looked at that filthy tray all the time, and I was like, oh. And occasionally in the fridge, if I dropped something, it would fall onto the tray, and I just think that tray was just full of bacteria. Yeah. Well, I got it. you've missed out, Kate, because that tray was full of incredible flavour, but it was certainly full of fat. And so I'm glad you've said that because for those that aren't big fish eaters, and I'm certainly not a big fish eater, uh, but I but I do love my meat and I do love uh, the fat that goes with it, sucking the marrow out of the marrow bone, uh, nothing better than a good lamb chop. Uh, so I'm certainly not uh, afraid of the fat. So I guess in our in our minds we need to get really clear. There's a difference between being fat and eating fat. Uh, eating fat doesn't necessarily equate to being fat. That is the number one thing. The being fat comes from the extra calories 
as well as the wrong balance of your macronutrients, which is your carbohydrate, protein, fat, and alcohol. If you don't get that balance right, that's where the being fat comes from. And fat is only really hazardous when it's in a very high-calorie diet because fat does give us more than double the amount of calories per gram than carbohydrate or protein. However, we tend not to eat bowls of fat. We have small amounts of fat, if that makes sense, whereas we have bowls of rice, bowls of pasta, bowls or you know, many slices of bread or bread rolls. So it's something that is very easy to overeat is carbohydrate, and it's not so easy to overeat fat. You tend to get satiated or full quicker with fat. Um, I certainly know even with ice cream, but if you have a full fat ice cream and you really enjoy it, you probably have less of it than when you go and get a you know a big tub of low fat ice cream and you can eat the whole tub. Mm, that's interesting. So. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. So, uh, with all the love in it in the world to our uh, takeaway food, uh, particularly our big commercial takeaway food outlets, uh, like uh, you know our good friends at McDonald's and KFC, Red Rooster. Uh, if we pick up a McDonald's burger, where does that sit on the spectrum of good or bad? Now, it sounds like a bit of a dirt question, but if you were to bring a bit of science to that for us, what's what's in a McDonald's burger? Good fats, bad fats, carbs? If I had to pick the best one in the range, and I don't even think they have this anymore, I would pick something like the McCoss, because at least it had a slice of tomato, beetroot, some onion. And maybe there was lettuce in there as well. So it actually had some plant-based content. And I think we mentioned this last time, but the most important thing you can eat is your plant-based foods, your um, your vegetables, some fruits, um, and particularly buckets and buckets of your low-carbohydrate green vegetables. Those vegetables is what gives us life, basically. They, they give us everything we need. So then in that Macca's burger, that apparently it's all Australian Aussie beef, so, you know, that's not the end of the world. But then you've got a processed bun that's full of sugar and salt and white flour, and that's probably where it goes really wrong. So if you were having the inside of the burger without the bun, in my opinion, it's not that bad. It's really the whole thing together particularly when you upgrade it to get some fries and get a, a drink, a thick shake or a Coke with it, that's where the damage is really done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, too, when you're looking at the burgers that have, you know, double cheese and double burgers and no one needs that much, and that's probably another issue with those sorts of places is people are encouraged to choose the bigger one and to upgrade it and put it into a meal pack. Mm. Kate, we need Whereas to not have you come on at this time of day one. because <laughs> these conversations about double... Double beef with double cheese at quarter to 12. I've got to say, my mouth is salivating a little, just a tiny little bit. Kate, tell me, um, if, if, we, if this is health matters, how does fat uh, increase our performance? How can we use fat to increase our performance? Look, if you're choosing these right sorts of fats, the monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats, 
they actually give us some sort of energy in our body. So we don't need to rely on carbohydrate as much. We can, you know, get most of our nutrients from our plant-based foods, have the right amounts of protein and not worry about the fat so much in the, the meats and dairy products that we're eating. And then those fats just become a fuel for our bodies. But the problem is if you just put too many calories in and you don't do any physical exercise, then then it becomes a problem. But if you use fat in the right way and you let your body go without food, you know, between meals for five hours or do some intermittent fasting where you fast between maybe 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. and 12 p.m., let your body tuck into the body fat stores and then fat becomes useful because we can actually burn it off. But if you don't give your body a break between meals or do significant physical exercise or intermittent fasting, then you're storing it for later. And sometimes later never comes. Mm. Kate, so good. Great conversation. Take home for our listeners. You know, I love doing this. Uh, what, What could they do today? What's the one thing they could do today to move closer towards health by recognizing the power of fat? Well, if you just think about your next food shop, have you included some of these healthy fats into your food shop because if they're in your household then that's a really good start if they're not in the house to begin with then it's very hard to make the change so make sure you've got a good quality olive oil or a couple of different types you you might like the the different flavors or uh, the virgin or extra virgin some are okay for cooking some are better to put in the salad dressing then make sure you've got some avocado in your, your weekly food shop some oily fish maybe some salmon or even white fish just using a variety of fish two to three times a week, and then um, some nuts and seeds as your snacks, whether that's on their own or you're putting them with some yogurt, maybe even some full-fat Greek yogurt, and you'll feel quite satisfied eating this way. And cut out some of the processed foods. You can't introduce these fats without cutting other things out, so you really need to ditch some of the carbohydrates and processed foods, baked goods, and then put in some of these healthy fats. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. Don't add good fats swap them Uh, we've got to take something out if we're going to add something else Uh, you know and that's a great idea too Uh, i love shopping the olive oil section and getting the latest boutique mornington peninsula uh, olive oil chockers full of flavor uh, and a little bit of uh, eggs on toast in the morning with a good drizzle of olive oil on top Uh, it adds flavor and as you say adds lots and lots of goodness Kate, it's been great to have you on the show. Looking forward to catching up with you next week. Have an amazing rest. Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by BeFit Food, where food is the first medicine.